Um, we've been looking at the various petitions of the, the Lord's Prayer. Buongiorno. How's <laughs> it fun? Um, and as the, the Catechism has them, and we're on question 104 of the Westminster Shorter Catechism. And the question is, what do we pray in the fourth petition? And the answer is, in the fourth petition, which is, give us this day our daily bread, we pray that God's free gift, that of God's free gift, we may receive a competent portion of the good things of this life and enjoy his blessing with them. So, we've, as we've been going through the Lord's Prayer, we've been uh, looking, the past couple of weeks, the petitions that... Um, focus on God, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. All these, all those things in the prayer are focused Godward and are kind of a form of, of worship. But now there's a shift in the prayer on from God to now presenting our own needs before him. And so this is the first um, act of something that we ask in the prayer, and that is give us today our daily bread. And so there'd been a lot of folks who, who, would, who would over-spiritualize this petition. And say, so, no, they're actually more important. Uh, it's more important to ask God for spiritual things, like the forgiveness of sins um, or sanctification, um, instead of earthly things like bread, okay, physical bread. Now, there's nothing, those are good things to ask. Okay, the forgiveness of sins and sanctification. Nothing wrong with that. Um, or others have spiritualized the bread itself. Saying, oh no, it, it's, we're not talking about real bread here, of course. Um, we, we're just asking that, that God would satisfy us uh, with himself. Now, now certainly that, that's true. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we certainly should ask that the Lord would, would satisfy us with himself. But I think the presupposition here is that God is not too concerned about physical things. God's more concerned about spiritual things. And you know what? Biblically, this is an untrue presupposition. God is concerned with all aspects of our lives, both the spiritual and the physical. And that's why in 1 Corinthians 10.31, says, so whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So essentially, we, we to live all of our lives to God's glory and understand that even our daily bread, the food that we have every day on the table, these small details are of great importance to the Lord. So firstly, we need to understand that all of us deserve nothing from the Lord. God owes us nothing. And this can be a hard pill to swallow, especially in uh, entitlement culture. That's why every February in South Africa, what tends to happen? Well, universities get burnt down because there's this expectation that we owed a free education. It's baked into... Our society, unfortunately. Before God, we deserve nothing. The only thing we deserve 
is eternal damnation because of our sins. That's what Romans 6.23 tells us. Penalty of sin is, is death. So what this leads us to is this truth then that we are utterly dependent on the Lord. And that's precisely why we call to pray this um, petition, give us this day our daily bread, because it's a recognition that we trust in God to provide for our needs, especially our daily physical needs, our daily uh, sustenance. Now, in, in today's world, if you live in Upper Highway land, okay, we, and if you're blessed with a, a decent job and, and a decent income, well, it is very easy to, to overlook this, very easy to be complacent and, and take for granted. Well, obviously, we have food in the fridge. Um, obviously, we enjoy a, a nice meal every evening. But you know what? Not so long ago, that wasn't necessarily the case. If you think of our, a lot of our grandparents and great-grandparents' generation, they, they endured really tough times. A lot of them were, were living in what we would consider today poverty. And it's only relatively recently in, in Western society that we've been able to enjoy the, the relative um, affluence and, and abundance of food that we can just walk into a supermarket and, I mean, there's everything there. I mean, before, <laughs> if there was a bad crop, okay, if there was a drought, well, you would, you would feel it because you were probably out in the fields farming the land yourself, as our ancestors used to do in the village. So because of the abundance that we generally enjoy today, it can be quite dangerous for us to lose sight of who actually provides for us. The reality is that every meal that we eat today is a gift from God. It's an expression of his provision for us. It's, it's also an expression of his hand of providence over our lives. And so what this praying this petition does is that it should keep us ever reliant on the Lord and a reminder that, that he is the source of our daily substance, not, not, our, not our necessarily our jobs, which are, that's also an expression of his provision for us. It's not that we provide for ourselves so much, but it's that God has provided everything that, that, that we have. So any, any questions so far? Yes, Patrick. In my discussions with my dear wife this morning, <laughs> we somehow came upon the topic of giving away everything to the poor. And I said, well, that means that we would be one of the poor. <laughs> now, in line with the scripture that, mm. um, and what you're telling us about, and I accept it and believe it, uh, that our every meal is a gift and, and, uh, from God. Yeah. Is it then true to say, Because it would be like denying, perhaps, the provision of God, in a way. Yeah, what's the question? And the other part B of the question is that um, we agree, and, and you can see from the scripture, that give us this day our daily bread. So there's a physical, our, our physical well-being is not unseen by God. Yeah. We can see that. But it wouldn't be equal with our
our spiritual well-being is more important. Would that not be a true statement as well? Well, I, I think there, look, there's certainly truth in that because ultimately what really matters is that we trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. If we don't have that, we can have all the bread in the world and we still go to hell. <laughs> okay. So in that sense, absolutely. But then it's not to say that God is unconcerned with, with, with the physical because that would make us then Gnostics, which was everything is just about the spiritual and, and you know, physical is, is seen as, as evil. And that's certainly not the, what we see in the Bible. We see a, well, well, we see God cares about both. But our salvation in Christ, I mean, that, that, that's the most, yeah, that's, a, that, that's the most important thing for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first question, should we, should we give away our wealth, basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, you know, obviously this is where the Lord gives one wisdom. You know, we are not commanded anywhere in Scripture to give every cent away. Okay, we also see that uh, money can be an idol. Okay, if we stake our whole lives on it. I'm sorry? Yeah, the rich ruler. God, God, Jesus instructed the rich ruler to give away his money because it was an idol. Um, it was more important than... than <laughs> but, but also, poverty is, is, is not a, a sign of blessing. And that's the other thing. It's I don't want to kind of sound like a prosperity gospel teacher. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's. Um, yes. And if you haven't got Yeah. Well, I think that that's the beauty of of the church, and that you know the, the they are not to be any poor. Well, the poor within the church, as a church, we need to take care of them. Okay, the, the church has a lot. Well, the Bible, New Testament, has a lot to say about that. That's really the, the functions of, of, of the function of the deacons um, to ensure that the physical well-being of the church is looked after. There shouldn't be anyone in a congregation who's going hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Great. Any other questions? We carry on. Okay, well, let's move on. Okay, the next thing the uh, petition should cause us to do is that we should be thankful and content. Is we should acknowledge that ultimately everything we have comes from God. And so we should be thankful to the Lord every day for sustaining us and giving us what we need and, and helping us to be uh, content with, with our lot. I mean, that's what the, the words of the, the catechism um, say here, um, that we should enjoy our competent portion. And what that means, really, is that we shouldn't live beyond our means. Yeah, we don't always have to have the latest clothes and the latest gadgets. 
Yeah, if, if we only earn X rands, don't spend XX rands. Okay? Um, if we don't have much, don't live like you have a lot. Okay? That's not being a good steward. Um, instead, we've got to learn how to be, be content with what the Lord has given us. We're not all rich, and that's okay. Um, and this is 1 Timothy 6 verse 8. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. It's about finding our, our happiness in the, the bit that God gives us. Not, there's always this temptation in cultures to want more. So you want the next best thing, the fancier car, the fancier watch, whatever it is. But contentment is a virtue in, in, in Scripture. So the, the catechism, the answer in the catechism goes on to say, the competent portion of the good things of this life and enjoy his blessing with them. I love that statement. Is there's, there's a false piety that would say that you know, we shouldn't enjoy good things as Christians. We, we should, you know, we're not meant to enjoy pleasure. We, uh, you know, there's guilt heaped upon us for enjoying any kind of, of, of earthly blessing. And we should rather just focus on the um, ascetic activities. You know, ascetism is... Basically, it's a kind of a super spiritualism. We just spend our days praying and, and fasting. Um, and those are good things, okay? Um, but it, it, it's all, we must deny ourselves. It's a good thing to live in poverty and deny ourselves all, all the, the good things in life. Now, what this little section of the catechism points to is the blessings of, of what we call common grace. And what is common grace? Used this term before in in teaching and in sermons. Yeah, it's the blessings, the good things that God has given everybody. That's believers and unbelievers. So in Matthew five, Jesus says, "God causes the sun to shine on the good and the evil. He causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust." Those. Sun and the rain, these things that sustain us are examples of God's common grace. But also examples of God's common grace are good food, nice things to drink, family, friends, the beauty of creation, being able to enjoy the Drakensberg, enjoy a, a, a sunrise or a sunset. These simple things that God has blessed us to just purely give us joy. Okay? Um, Psalm 104, 14 to 15. It's lovely verse. You cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of man. Amen. Oil to make his face shine and bread to strengthen man's heart. Isn't that a wonderful verse? Okay, God has, has given us these simple things. It's nice bread, a good glass of wine, company, um, you know, olive oil, whatever it is, um, just to, to make our heart happy. Okay, these normal things 
in, the, in, in, in our days that God has just um, given us for, for our enjoyment and our evidence of his blessings in this life. So when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we, we also praying that the Lord would provide us with, with these blessings of, of, of common grace, that we may enjoy them and, and give thanks to him for, for his goodness to us. Any questions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, in the midst of things, it's not always to see, especially in, when, when times are tough. And it's only when you step back and think, ah, yeah, that happened for a reason. And the Lord actually spared us from, from something a lot worse. And there was a purpose behind it all. All right. Well, let's pray. Father God, thank you for this time together. And Lord, thank you for the provision of daily bread in our lives. Lord, we, we ask that you would make us continually dependent and reliant on you as our creator and as, as our provider. And Lord, that we would be content with with that which you have given us. Lord, and instead we would learn deeper reliance on you and in the power of your spirit. And we also thank you for the blessings of common grace, for a roof over our head, for um, family and friends and um, food on the table. Lord, would you thank you for the joy that these simple things in, in life give us. And Lord, would you also continue to sustain us with yourself, Lord. We thank you that Jesus is the, the bread of life. And indeed, we, we thank you for, for provision through your son, Jesus Christ. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.